Hello, and welcome to Gang Gang That that Drink. drink. Ooh, yours was so much crisper than mine. (laughs) Mine is a hard kombucha this evening, a June shine hard kombucha. Uh, Welcome to Gang That Drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. It's the podcast where... We make up drinking game rules for one of our favorite episodes of our favorite show, Supernatural. We uh, recap the episode for you. We tell you how the drinking game rules play out. And then we tell you what episode is coming up next and what the drinking game rules are for that. All while sipping some delightful adult beverages. Or non-adult beverages. You can still play along and just drink whatever you want, but it's more fun not that we or don't drink just listen it's you know it's yeah it's fun it's a fun time feels right yeah exactly do you team free will team free will you can be a dean you could be a dean or a sam you could be drinking the whole time like a like a season four dean or you can be drinking almost none of the time like a season always sam like most seasons, Sam, there's like a few episodes where Sam decides he's going to have a bender, I think. Yep. Uh, the yep, one yep. season where he doesn't have a soul, I think there's like probably several like uh, drinks in a montage or something. Uh, yeah. There has, it has to be. has to be. Uh, yeah. No. Season four, Chrissy. That's where we're at. In, uh, but we didn't say who we are. We, we I skipped that part because I... Fine. But I was chatty. I was now. being yeah. chatty. It's all I'm good. Chrissy Lenz uh, of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. And I'm Nate McWhorter of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. And it's awesome to be here with you once again, Chrissy, for my episode this week. It's your episode this week. And what episode ep- are we doing? Oh, we are doing season four, episode eight, Wishful Thinking. Uh, we're going in the Wayback Machine. Classic. It's a classic. Uh, many classic elements and many classic moments in this uh, in this episode. This is one I feel like has several moments that end up in a lot of uh, then sequences later on, and then also have uh, are just great for clip shows. <laughs> they probably yeah every time they could put together a clip show, uh, this one would be on it because there's just so many iconic. Like just frames, just just scenic mm. moments in this episode, uh, and yeah, so it, it's a favorite of mine. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like coming up with a drinking game for this was very hard, um, and that's mm. why one of our mm-hmm. rules is one of our rules. So uh, is because it just I felt, I just felt like it was really hard to actually because like not, not really a whole lot happens. Like stuff happens, right. but it's all very random and like, uh, and like, that's the kind of point of the episode, right? The episode is all about chaos. So in that chaos, I found it hard to uh, to come up with good rules. So uh, uh, yeah, we we do have some rules though for this episode. Uh, they go thusly. I'm gonna actually start off the top by saying that all these rules uh, normally we're just doing one drink or whatever. Uh, this is a double episode. This is a double drinking episode, a two timer, uh, if you will, because a double the boys up. Are, the, you're doubling everything up. Everything's double value. 
the double jeopardy round, if you would. It's because the boys are in a themed hotel room in this episode. And I love me a themed hotel room. And I don't know. That's all I do, too. Yeah. So we're putting the two times modifier on here for all our rules this evening because they're in a great themed hotel. Um, our first rule being pop culture references. Uh, go ahead and take a drink for a good pop culture reference. Uh, I, I went ahead and threw a son of a bitch in there. I thought there was maybe more, but we'll get to that uh, 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 than there are. Uh, and then I, I then there's a the hell is going on in this town as a quote. Uh, I love a quote rule. Yeah, I love good quote rules. Uh, anytime someone takes a penny in or out of the well. Or a coin in or out of the well, I should say. Uh, anytime Dean eats or drinks. Uh, if we get the Dean dream. And then uh, anytime someone says, be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. Uh, kneel before Todd. Is our shot for the evening. Mm-hmm. Kneel mm-hmm. before Todd. And then I did not say this. I, I added a rule in my in my rewatch, Chrissy. So there will be an oh, extra okay. bonus rule. Uh, for quote, I love you more than anything. So there's a, there's, there's a character who says that quite a few times. Uh, and so that is, that's kind of ends up being almost the hero rule for the whole episode. Cause I was like, I, I, yeah, that's a good one. It, It was, it was hard. It was hard. And I can't believe that on my first watch through, I didn't like pull that one out as, as a, a thing. And then it was, not until my second watch through, I was like, oh, yeah, this should be that should be a rule. So if you already watched and played with the original rules from last episode, ap- apologies. Have fun playing it with this additional one. Uh, so, yeah, let's are you ready yeah, to yeah. get in, into uh, season four? I episode eight? am ready for wishful thinking. Wishful thinking, then uh, re- recap is just kind of mostly about like uh dean coming back from hell and stuff and yep. like he can't can or whether he can or cannot remember what happened in hell and you have the angel uh uh not galadriel what's his but um castiel uriel well, Cast- well yeah guriel Gur- yeah uriel uriel uh yeah you have him like trying to convince me i all this angel it's all angel stuff it's season four it's all angel stuff angelly things are happening does not really have like a whole lot of bearing on this episode other than some of dean's like you get the like dream and then you get the like kind of a little bit of the hell talk or whatever that goes on in this episode so uh right it's like they're just trying to remind us like okay this is a monster of the week episode but don't forget dean went to hell and he's having trauma yeah so it's not a main focal point there's not really much you could probably do to like set anything in this episode up because it's a great monster of the week so uh we get to now and we are in a uh what appears to be a locker room of sorts uh and there is a woman who is showering and she feels like she is kind of get you know it's basically like very like hitchcockian psycho uh uh, kind of moment going on here and mm-hmm. you see like i, I don't know if it's a, a reflection it's like a reflection of the kid or whatever in the in the door and then basically 
she yeah gets the feeling that she's being watched or whatever and then she went throws the ta- she throws the towel on the kid mm-hmm. and and it and it lands on him but he's invisible and that's when she starts she starts screaming and he's like i'm sorry mrs anderson or whatever her name was mm-hmm. uh like i'm so i'm sorry uh <laughs> we end up finding out in her testimony to the boys later on that she like she claims that the boy pushed her that the ghost because it was you know she thinks it's a ghost uh pushed her down the stairs but really she just fell and then he helped her up the ghost helped her up uh what a nice kid yeah. to be like invisible totally naked in front of his teacher or whatever and like still was like polite enough to help her up after scaring her like i totally would probably i don't know if i'd go far situation. enough to call him polite <laughs> I think he's not polite. He's a creeper. He's a predator. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a predator. Uh, Just, but you know, he at least helped her up. Uh, So we don't know any of that yet though, because we, that just leads us to our title card is when she kind of screams or whatever. Um, So we cut to the boys uh, who are, like just looking for anything to, and, and they sit down and they're like, is there anything going on? Is there uh, like no demon activity? No, nothing. And he's like, all I got is this, like this weird little case of a ghost and Dean's like naked women in showers. I'm, I'm there. Like say no Let's more. Go. Like we're, we're paying yeah. our tab. We're, we're leaving right now. Like I'm going to save some hotties in a shower. Like it's very early supernatural, like toxically masculine. Uh, joking going on uh yeah. which this episode's got quite a bit of so, several moments of some of those things uh so yeah uh, the boys they make their way uh to town and uh sam pretends to be like right like he's writing a book about <laughs> this is mm-hmm. like one of the funniest jokes and she's like oh what's the book called he's like supernatural <laughs> yeah and he's like, I could tell that you're sensitive. I could get that from you. <laughs> yeah. She says, I'm sensitive. So he kind of like, he like realizes like, okay, this is not like, this lady's like blowing a bunch of smoke. This is not, not, not a thing. This is not our type of deal. Although he does kind of pay attention to the, the couple in the corner. One of, you know, who ends up being our antagonist for this episode. Um, uh, they're canoodling. Uh, un- yeah, they're canoodling. It's a very unusually paired couple. Uh, a lot of it, unusually if you're shallow. Um, and uh, so they, yeah, so Sam's just like, goes back to Dean and is like, well, I don't think it's anything. And Dean is like, dang it. Like, no, like, I, I was really hoping we get to save some hot women in the show and there's nothing. And as they're like saying, well, let's get out of town, they see like some guy hollering at the cops nearby um and this is also literally hollering uh, yeah literally hollering they also right before that witness a small child running from a gang of larger children looking like they were going to beat that small kid up and dean goes run forest run that's a pop culture reference take a drink i'm so bad at going like hitting the rules as they go uh, you're so much better at that in these recaps than I am. It doesn't matter. We each do the recaps in our own way, but like, dang, uh, I want to try to get better at that. So uh, yeah, <clears throat> he does the run for us run and <clears throat> we go over to the man hollering about what he says is a Bigfoot. It's a Bigfoot out there. I swear it was like walking like a person and it, it like 
what else could it be? It didn't have, it's not a bear track. I know what bear tracks look like. It's a straight up Bigfoot. And the boys are like, well, we're going to go and find this out. And Dean's like, everyone knows that Bigfoot isn't real. He yet again, another instance of Dean taking like this just assumption that things aren't real and when they are live in a world of things that you think wouldn't be real. Well, Sammy says it too, though. He's like any hunter with the salt knows with there's the salt no Bigfoot. Knows there's Bigfoot, right? But like, but but are they so sure? Like they used to doubt that. I know. What if they real. saw? And what now if they they're saw like, a Bigfoot? Yeah, it just always blows my mind whenever they have these two boys be so like incredulous that something might exist. It's like, but would, would they be? Wendigos like, are real. Chupacabras are real. They've come across Greek gods. I, I just anyway, it's so it's so it was so it's such an interesting uh, choice. I think when they make that anyway, so uh, the boys go out into the forest or they go out into the woods or whatever, and they they they're like, oh man, those are Bigfoot tracks. Holy cow! Uh, they're just big feet. Just big feet. Yeah, they're like just giant feet. Which also it's an interesting anyway because uh, of what it makes those. It wouldn't have that kind of footprint. Right? Nope. It would just be like big circles. Big circles. It'd be like big circles. Because there's a big teddy bear. Uh, so, yeah, the boys then they kind of follow it to a liquor store that they go in and see has been ransacked. Absolutely. Totally trashed. Pieces, completely trashed. And they, uh, <laughs> more toxic. I should have had toxic masculinity as a rule. Because uh, Dean. Says, oh, he's drinking, what is it, Bailey's and Kahlua or Bailey's and something. Irish like, cream. He's like, I, he's like, girl, great drink drunk. Did you count uh, that as a pop culture reference to kids in the hall? I did not. So you were definitely going to have some different, uh, different. yeah. I didn't know that was a kids in the hall reference. They have a sketch called <laughs> girl drink drunk. Oh. I think maybe I don't know if it's I don't know if it's an intentional reference, but I counted it. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you it is. It has to be. Um, So uh, he also this this perpetrator who they do not yet know what who or what it is. This Bigfoot has cleared out the porno rack. And (laughs) Dean's like impressed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's very funny. Uh, So they're kind of and then we get this great moment. I love this moment where the two of them just are like sitting on the steps of this liquor store, just stinking. Yeah. Like just just not like like, lost in thought. The music, the little, like just like a little couple twangs of a guitar, like, and like, they're just like, huh? Huh? Like we don't see that very often ever in supernatural. They just sit there and they're just stumped and it's fine that they're stumped. Like, other times, yeah, they're stumped, but it's like it's gonna mean the end of the world, or one of them's gonna die, or whatever. It's like just they're just like, huh, what, what is this? Of course, that what might could be. This be? Yeah, I may be thinking that that is after. I don't know. I don't remember when that moment happens, but I'm gonna pretend it happens at this because I it might happen after they meet the teddy bear. Anyway, they because uh, I thought it was with that moment when they're sitting there. That the no, it's right then. It's when they're sitting there, there and she okay. rides by. Yeah, she rides by, and our favorite uh, trademarked supernatural porno- pornographic material, 
busty Asian beauties falls out of her bag. And uh, Dean picks it up and says, she's a little young for busty Asian beauties, isn't she? And uh, they follow her to the liquor store where she leaves a, a just a box of porn and, like, and booze and says, sorry, with a note. Just a note says, sorry. And so they follow the little girl back to her house and she answers the door, no parents. And she tells the boys, like, uh, she's, <laughs> she's like, oh, no, he said he was like, he didn't mean to. And they're like, well, who? And she reveals that it's the teddy bear. Uh, and they say, well, good thing is we're teddy bear doctors. Now, the boys still think that they're going to come in and they're going to see just like a teddy bear. Or whatever. Like, they don't know what they're going to see. They have no idea. They're, st- they're still stumped as they get to this door. Uh, so they go upstairs and she's on the whole way up saying that she wished for her teddy bear to come to life. And he did. And the problem is he's always just sad. He's yeah. not ouch sad, but ouch in the head sad. And yeah. she's just like, he's always really depressed, like just depressed and cranky. And they open the door and there's a giant life-size teddy bear that is talking and is like drinking and, <laughs> And it's like, close the freaking door. It's like watching the news. It's just like watching Fox News or whatever. Yeah, he's watching the like, news. Yeah. At first, I thought really... he was watching porn. And I was grossed out. But no, it no. turns out he's watching the, it's news. the news. Yeah, he's like, are you seeing this? Uh, yeah, he's, he's this very like um, uh existentially existential crisis like just completely whatever like life has no meaning this very depressed bear uh, yeah he says what am i here for and she goes tea parties tea party. and he's like tea parties is that all there is <laughs> and the boys just slowly close the door uh still very stumped and sam is like wow are we going to really take out this teddy bear? Like how, how, what are yeah. we going to burn it? Are we going to shoot it? What are we going to like get it? Iron salt? Like what, what, what's going to, what are we doing? So they asked the girl, like, where are your parents? She goes, my mom wished for them to be in Belize. So I guess they're in Belize. <laughs> and they, she tells them that they, she threw the wishing, she threw the penny into the wishing well at lucky at this restaurant not not well named and could have been a better name lucky chins uh asian restaurant where they like have a little wishing well or whatever with the buddha and and so the boys are like okay we gotta go check this out so they go in and dean they so tell the girl to go stay with a, a neighbor or whatever. And then Dean goes in and tosses the uh, coin into the well. Take a drink. Yep. Take a drink. Uh, and wishes for a very specific sandwich, which immediately gets delivered. Just immediately is, is delivered. Walks and, right through the door. Yep. Just comes right in. And as Dean's eating it and he's sitting there and He's like, it's a pretty good sandwich. I was pretty specific. Was like, this is a some pretty magical whatever's going on here. The owner of the restaurant comes over and says, no outside food. 
And the boys are like, well, we wouldn't eat the food here because we're health inspectors. They shut the whole place down so they can drain the wishing well so they can try to get figure out what it is. And like the wishing well is just like a regular old thing, plaster, blah, blah, blah. Turns out they finally see this coin, this like very like old looking, definitely not a U.S. coin yeah. uh, down at the bottom of the well. And they can't they can't pull it up. They can't get it off the bottom. So Dean goes out and gets like the crowbar the bottom of the well they can't get it up uh the owner is like freaking out because he's like everything is clean everything is normal and like both of them are like making up these like citations they're gonna give him and then like giving each other like winking looks as they say these things and the owner just like what is what huh so dean goes out gets gets a crowbar and a sledgehammer and try to get this coin up does not do the trick Breaks the sledgehammer. Uh, the owner goes is, flying. Yeah, the owner of this place is freaking out. Sledgehammer head goes flying. Uh, it's a great, another great moment. And the the boys and I were like, okay, so they do a little the worst sketch of it possible. I don't even know how they were just able to decipher anything. Uh, they they split up because all of a sudden Sam is like, oh, I just thought of something. And mm-hmm. Dean's like, I'm going to go do some research. Sam goes. Which is to like the the opposite of what they usually do. First of all, Sam goes and does research and Dean goes off to take after naked people. But like what occurred to Sam? Right. Like what occurred to him? He's like, oh, you know what? Now that, that I think about it, the lady with the ghost, like it was probably a naked teenager. A naked teenager. Yeah. And also what he just waltzed into that locker room like. I still can't believe that. Every time I watch it, I'm like, and he just walked right in and like got knew the kid was there. Like, huh? I guess huh. the footprints of the kid. And it was just, yeah, it was very, that was very odd. Uh, so yeah, Sam stops the kid from peeping on this lady. Uh, and which then she would have had to have pressed charges against because she saw him, right? She like, saw him. Yeah, she has to eventually press charges against this kid. He gets his comeuppance later on. But, sort of. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sam's like, I want you to walk out of here. You can turn it on and off. He's like so like impressed, but then like not. And he's like, get out of here. Stay visible. Uh, tells the kid off. We cut to Dean in our wonderfully tiki-themed hotel room which I want to stay in someday. Um, just a yeah. wonderful Tiki-themed hotel. Just brilliant. Um, and Dean... Uh, actually, uh, we, we aren't in the hotel room yet because we're actually on the way but to the hotel room when Dean starts getting the, the tummy rumblies. Yep, and he sees the little, little kid little again. Bubble gut, and he sees the little kid again, yes. And uh, the this time the kid is chasing after... The big the other kids. kids, and he stops because we had actually seen this kid earlier when we when we first came into the Chinese restaurant. The kid like had just tossed a penny in the well, take a drink, uh, and like leaves at like right and like kind of brushes past the boys on his way out or whatever. So we did see that kid. We see Todd. Uh, we don't know he's Todd yet, but then we get the moment where he's chasing the big kids. He stops. He looks over. <laughs> Do you got a problem, Mister? And Dean's like scared. He's like, uh, uh, no, no, no. 
He doesn't even know why he's scared yet. He's just scared of this kid. So uh, then Dean starts getting the tummy rumblies. He, uh, we cut to after, uh, we cut to him in the bathroom, and Sam comes in the door, and, <laughs> and I forget. Sammy's saying something about uh, whatever, uh, and then Dean's like, "They turn bad, Sam. They turn bad. They turn real bad. bad. They turn real bad." Uh, he's like sandwich. He's like, huh? So kid wishes to be invisible uh girl wishes teddy bear to life uh and they you know dean's already done research too like he's been in the bathroom but he's done research already um uh it's like uh was it babylonian babylonian it's uh, from the god of chaos tiamat the god of chaos yeah uh it's so powerful it's wiped a couple cities off the map because it just when everybody gets their wish, then that's not good. Because there needs to be law and order, and everyone needs to be unhappy and miserable all the no. time. Uh, <laughs> that's what it kind of seems like they're saying. I mean, that's uh, kind of the boys' point of view on it. Yeah, we should have a. It should have been nihilism. Should have been a drinking game. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. <laughs> so they got the the only way to rid the town rid the well of this curse make everything stop go back the way it was is to for the original wisher to pull the coin out of the well well how are we going to find out we also like we've seen a a newspaper article where a guy won like the lottery like everybody's wishes are coming true in this town everyone knows the secrets out about this wishing well so it's only a matter of time before it really starts doing damage and they see I guess people still do this, or maybe in whatever year this was, they still did this, but a uh, a nuptial announcement in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the town of Concrete, Washington, which is the only population as of 2010, 705 people. So, so it's a surprise engagement. You know, yeah, yeah. Surprise engagement. Not a lot of people in this town. Uh, 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 and and this, this couple that we had seen canoodling a couple times in this episode already... They're the ones getting hitched. And it turns out they met just about a month ago when all this freaky deaky wish stuff started happening. So the boys naturally head to this guy and we get this great moment where it's not a great moment. This whole this whole thing is is kind of gross. This mm-hmm. whole guy mm-hmm. and the relationship. It's all gross. Uh, but what well, the moment I love is like the second beat of the scene. The first beat is we, this is where you get to the, I love you more than anything. We see this guy sitting in like what it what can only be described as like a 1970s. Yeah. Apartment house, whatever he's house. sitting in like the world's oldest recliner watching the world's oldest TV. Watching, uh, watching the world's oldest movie on it. Like, well, yeah, like it just, this guy was so, dated he's like a blast from a past very exactly yeah so and that's kind of the way then his off his fiance is and she comes in she's like oh i made you a snack and it's like a full-on like it's like a full roasted turkey yeah it's got little it's got those little like white paper ruffles on the feet (laughs) that you only see in cartoons Right, it looked like a cartoon plate of food. It was a cartoonish 
plate of food. It's very, yeah. And, and she's like, I just made you a snack, but I love you more than anything. And he's like, no, what makes, like, even this dude is like, oh no, like it's all backfiring. Like, like all I wanted was for someone who loved me more than anything, but what does that actually mean? Oh yeah. no. And she, he's and, like, you need to start doing some of the things that you used to do that made you happy. And she's like, you're mad at me. I'll die. I'll die. Yep. Yep. So we start seeing like, okay, this is how, this is how the wish is going to turn on this guy. And the boys pop in and she answers the door and then she pops back and she goes, honey, you didn't tell me you called the florists. And like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see how they pull off trying to be florists. Mm -hmm. Like all I want. And I'm so glad we kind of get a little bit of the payoff. I would have loved more of a payoff in this situation, but uh, she's like, I'm going to go get my samples. And that's when the boys have the heart to heart with the guy of like, how's it really going? Like, huh? What do you think? What? And like, that's an interesting collection of coins on the wall. Oh, it was my grandfather's. They're like, yeah, look, the jig is up. We know what you did. And you got to come unwish it. Meanwhile, while they're doing this, the, the fiance, she's like hearing all of it in the other room because, you know, that's how houses work. I love when people think you can just go to another room and not hear somebody. Uh, right. Full on conversation. Which like it like happens in TV and movies all the time, where it's like, oh, we're just in the next room, no one can hear us, on uh, sitcoms especially. I'm like, no, you can usually hear people in the next room yep. over typically, uh, especially when you're talking in stage voices because mm-hmm. you're, anyway, or you're threatening um, people, so, yeah, or you're threatening people or whatever. So they're threatening. They're saying we got to do this. She's like now she's like concerned because again her whole worldview now is that this dude is everything. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, she she pops back in and she's like, oh, I was thinking it has like all these concepts. And the boys are like, I can see that they do good improv. They say yes. And um, <laughs> yeah, they would just say yes and then shuffle away. Uh, but the, they're going to they're going to take our, our I don't even remember this character's name. What Hope. A terrible. Like Hope, well, and, Hope and then the. Wes, that's right. Because he's like, it's he's gonna say it's Wesley, but or they call him Wesley, and he's like, it's Wes, it's Wes. He's like this very nerdy, and then hope. Uh, so they drive Wes to the wishing well uh, for him to take out the coin because they're just like, you can't do this. Like, and he's like, we'll watch. Like, he's still defiant. He's still probably not gonna do it. He's he he doesn't seem on board, and. Uh, he's like, what do you, he's like, what's, what could really go wrong? Like, what's the worst that can happen? And then on their way there, we see Todd pushing an SUV full of his enemies. Onto over, its side. Just, just literally pushing it onto its side and then yelling, kneel before Todd. Take your shots. Take your shots. Uh, Kneel before time. We also see the yeah, redheaded that... invisible kid get run over by the Impala. Oh yes, I was ah, I was gonna mention that. I forgot. Yes, the uh, invisible kid gets hit by the Impala, which is great. Again, that's his little come up. He doesn't die, but he's like naked in the street. Yeah, and he definitely should still have charges pressed against him. But how are you charged the kid peeping who's invisible? Who's gonna believe that anyway? Um, so. Uh, we get, we get, uh, uh, Dean's like, uh, let me, I'll take care of Todd. And Sam's like, okay, I guess I'm headed with, uh, 
with Wes. I already see. I already forgot his name. Wes. <laughs> Heading with Wes to get rid of this coin. And uh, Dean. Oh, what a Dean V. Todd. What a matchup. What a great scene. Uh, Dean's bending over and saying, look, I get what you're going through. Well, <laughs> I don't get what you're going through. And <laughs> it can't help but be Dean in the moment. Can't yeah. even pretend that he's actually been picked on or whatever. Nope. Nope. Uh, and uh, Todd clocks him. Yep. Just clocks him. And it's great. And it's hilarious. And Dean goes flying. And uh uh yeah so we get that moment and then we cut to sam who is uh, walking into the wishing well restaurant with wes and is struck by lightning you know like very comically like a cloud just appears and forms over his head and zaps him with lightning yep cartoonishly which then again if you like think about the whole grand story of supernatural is like so silly yes anyway <laughs> it's so silly because it's just chuck them it's just chuck just did this well no this is a it. babylonian chaos fucker yeah but ultimately chuck has like doesn't he like still like he's the one who puts them through all these things and like puts all these things in their way like constantly like that's it's all his design in the end is what it turns out to be well i don't think it's all his design i think he like puts them on the path of these things but like they still have to defeat the babylonian god and they still have to defeat the trickster and they still have to defeat like all these like things he throws in their path yeah but it's like but it's but but then there's all the times when they don't and they die and he's got to bring them back like i just always feel like Especially when they did, especially with the episode, what's our, what's the episode where they, the, the, they run out of luck. Uh, Hero's uh, Journey. Oh my gosh. Hero's Journey, right? That's the episode that for me is like, oh, wait a minute. So if you can just turn it on, turn it off at any moment, like none of these guys did anything themselves. Like that's, I guess, where it, like mm, I don't know I, if I. I, I think so I'm a little more team up. free will than that. Like I think that they, I think that he like you know would would put the framework in place, and then they would have to like live the live the life. Just like when they ran out of luck, they still had to deal with the situation they had to deal with. They just weren't getting any godly assistance. Well, they got assistance in this one because that guy could have easily just run away, yep. and Sam could have just been dead. That's true. So that's kind of, again, where I, like, sit here and go, like, well, yeah, this one doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, so Sam struck by lightning. We go inside. We see Hope. And Wes is like, what have you done? She's like, I couldn't let us be apart. You, I love you more than anything. I had to be with you. He was going to tear us apart. They were going to do this. Whatever. Make you wish, a, wish our love away and all this. And... That's when this guy realizes, like, okay, time to pull the plug on this. This is, uh, this it's got a little out of hand. And just like that, pulls the thing out of the, pulls the coin out of the wishing well and turns. And she has no idea who he is, yep. just like the day they met. Mm-hmm. No idea why she's there. Uh, we also have on the other side of this scene is uh, Dean and Todd, where 
Todd is like choking out Dean, and then right when the coin is pulled, he loses his power, and Dean's like, okay. Uh, and then we get the great moment where he says, I'm going to make you look really cool. <laughs> make sure those guys never mess with you again, even though you're not strong any, super strong anymore. And that's, uh, that's when they have the great moment of like Dean pretending that Todd pushes him against the car. He's like, whoa, whoa, okay, man, that's enough. I'm done. And he's like, I, I wouldn't mess with this kid anymore if I were you. So kind of a cool, cool moment for Dean and Todd there after their mm-hmm. brief skirmish. Uh, so yeah, they, we, we get that. And then we get the, uh, we get Sam coming back to life because Pulling the coin undid everything. Yep, it did. Um, I also, yeah, I omitted a, a very a scene I don't like from this episode, from this recap. So if you're upset that we didn't talk about the bear and the gun, then you just, yeah. Um, yeah. Because that bear, that poor bear, that poor bear. Just, also, that, so that scene is it. like, it doesn't fit into this episode because it's too dark and depressing. It's so dark and so depressing. And like, I feel like I, I'm surprised they don't put like Netflix or somebody that they don't put like a kind of a, even a warning on there uh, about it. Like you, I think you would these days for sure. Yeah. I don't think these days they would do that scene. I think if they were maybe re, if they could remake this episode, they would cut that scene out. That'd be the first thing they cut mm-hmm. out. Uh, I think for sure. Uh, Cause you're right. It doesn't fit. It's such a like funny, goofy episode. And then you have this really dark, you have that moment, and then you have the hope. Her, yeah, that, that that's. But that was the point of it, right? Was that these? They're you know, it's like wishing from a genie. It backfires. Yep. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we uh, the the boys save the day. We see everybody's kind of storyline, at least the girl, the little girl storyline, get wrapped up. Where the parents come home from Belize, and <laughs> which they come home off the boat. That's such an interesting. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and the girl's holding the teddy bear, which has like a bandage over its head with stuff and coming out of it. And yeah, then they're they're sitting there and we have a little bit of a BM scene and Dean's basically like, yeah, I remember hell. And I don't want to talk about it. Sucked. It sucked. I don't want to talk about it. I'll, I'll tell you I remember it, but I, was, I, I really don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Toxic masculinity. That would have been... um. That would have been a good rule for this episode, for sure. As there's uh, definitely several moments. These early seasons uh, rot with them. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the uh, that's that's wishful thinking. That's wishful thinking! Um, yeah. How did our rules play out? Okay. Uh, you These, our numbers are going to be so wildly different. Yeah. I have, I have a feeling. Um, which is fine. So, uh, how pop culture references, how many did you count? Seven. Yeah, I only got five. Okay. So, you definitely caught a couple more than me. Um, I only got the one son of a bitch was like the, the, uh, the guy who was talking about the, um, Harry and the Henderson. Talking about the Bigfoot. Yeah, the Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love the Harry and the Henderson reference. Uh, yeah, well, I, I wrote that one down in case it came up again, in case Dean said it, and then he never did, and then I forgot to cross it out. Anyway, um, the hell is going on in this town? Two. Yep, I got two. Uh, Penny in or out of the well? 
four. I got three, four. Okay, yeah. Like I said, I I was may have been. I counted. I counted hopes going into the well, even though we don't see it. Oh yeah, you don't see it. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I should have marked that. Uh, Dean eats or drinks. I got just the two. I got four. You got four. Mm -hmm. So I'm. See, I was. I was not. He drinks in the hotel room. Twice. He drinks a beer one time oh, and he drinks yeah. the whiskey when he wakes up. That's right. Okay. Because then he eats, he's eating at the beginning and then eats the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, the one Dean dream. Oh, I forgot a rule at the beginning. We also were playing the Sammy rule. Which I only counted, I only it, counted once. it once, too. Yeah. Um, uh, be careful what you wish for. I got three times. I only got two. I think there's like they say it back to back like really quickly. And then there's like another there's. Yeah. Um, We obviously have our our shots. Neil before Todd. Mm -hmm. Which I kind of I wrote. I think I wrote down two. I think only because he says it twice. You have. He says it. Oh, yeah. He says it twice. Yeah, that's right. So then, yeah, then it's and it's two shots. Plus two. Yep. Four shots. <laughs> uh, and then if you if you paused and played while listening to this episode, uh, I love you more than anything. I counted five times. Um, uh, said by Hope to Wes. So that is how they played out. I did not add them up. So five, five seven. Oh, that's like 11, 12, 13. Yeah, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 20-ish drinks. And then if you're drinking twice, oh, good. You probably had a fun time. Yeah, I got 24 just by my count. 24. Cool. Yeah. Sophie got 24 as well. Okay, good. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that is uh, wishful thinking, Chrissy. What episode is up next okay next up we're zipping back to the end we're going to season 14 episode 4 mint condition oh i think i know it's set in a it's partially set in a comic book shop oh maybe i don't all right here's the rules okay what are the rules anytime someone says Time to slice and dice. Take a drink. (laughs) When Panthro goes psycho, take a drink. Take a drink for the quote, it's like a dolphin's belly. Take a drink anytime someone says Halloween. Take a drink anytime someone says trick or treat. And then finally, take a drink for a BM scene. Yay, BM scenes. There's not a lot of rules, but the rules that are there play a lot. Sweet. There's at least three hero rules. Those are my those are my favorite uh, when we come up with those. I, I like playing when it's like a few rules, but they hit quite a few times. Yep. Well, that's going to be season 14, episode four, Min Condition. Just a few rules, but they hit a lot. They either hit once or they hit many, many times. Yeah. 
Well, I'm excited for that. Yep. Um, thank you for listening. If you're all the way here at the end with us, we appreciate you so much. Please consider, uh, if you're if you're here with us here at the end, please consider a couple of things that would really make things wonderful for us. One, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, it costs you nothing, but it, it gives us a big boost. Um, two, you want more content. You want more Nate and Chrissy. So become a member, go to true story FM, uh, and become a member of the pod, get some bonus content. Uh, so you get even more at the end of these episodes. And while you're on true story FM, give a listen to my other podcasts, the most excellent eighties movies podcast and the cool time dice hour. Uh, Nate, where can people find us in the real world? You can find us in the real world at uh, the Neighborhood Comedy Theater at 214 West Main in downtown Mesa, Arizona. Our shows are Fridays and Saturday nights at 730. And also other times, check out nctphoenix.com for all the dates and details and happenings and sign up for the email list. They're fun emails. They're good emails. Um, I get them addressed to a guy that a coworker that I like came to the show and I put a comp in for him, but I put my email. And so now I get our emails, but addressed to him. Nice. <laughs> yeah. A nice little surprise. It's always like I'm getting someone else's mail. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, as always, when you're out there in the world, saving people and hunting things, you know, the family business, keep the gank that drank motto in mind, be excellent to each other and party on dudes. Party on, dudes.